Previously on the Lineage of Moonreach, we had a conversation with Maria, and Gorbol and I thought that we should get things moving along, and things felt a little fishy when it seemed like maybe we were spending a little bit too much time. This kind of got Tomar upset, understandably. Uh, so we ventured up the stairs and uh, came to a crossroads where one of the paths was blocked by a cave-in, and we had two other paths to our left and right. Uh, we tried to finagle our way through the cave-in, and Hersteg turned some of the rocks into mud, uh, but that just gave way to more cave-in, unfortunately, and we got stuck on one side of the intersection. So we explored that, found some steps, climbed those, and came across what seemed like uh, interesting or magical dwarves. The D20 Syndicate presents The Lineage of Moonreach. Welcome back to the D20 Syndicate Podcast. Hello there. Hi. (laughs) A weekly Dungeons & Dragons 5e actual play podcast. I am your host and DM, Seth. And around the table, we have our players. I'm Tomas, I play Tomar. I'm Elijah, and I play Hersteg. I'm Billy, and I play Willem. I'm Lindsay, and I play Pinwin. And I'm Michaela, and I play Gorble. <laughs> That's right. Each week, we record this and uh, dole it out to you guys for your listening pleasure. I'm sorry, just you look so happy every time you say, and I'm Michaela, and I play Gorble. <laughs> it's my favorite part of the show. <laughs> it's all downhill now. <laughs> I'm just waiting for the next time we do intros. <laughs> <laughs> just knock them all out real quick. Um, yeah, we, uh, we play D&D, so... The, here we that are. That's what we're known for. That's you know, among other things. Really? What else are you known for? Uh, freestyle roller disco competition. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> Never seen that before. I'm real big in Estonia, so I'm big in Japan. Man, I'd much rather be big in Japan. Like mass-wise, compared to the other Japanese people. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> also, <laughs> Tom Waits song reference. <laughs> this is. N- <laughs> <laughs> leave, Never leave, leave a comment if you, you also understand Tom Waits. Mm-hmm. We or, also, or we, if you're in Estonia, when we Japan. were at Gen Con, all of us except for Billy met Tom Waits. Obviously, mm. yeah. we took a picture, <laughs> and we oh, will post it on the Instagram. <laughs> it's such a good picture. It's very convincing. <laughs> I woke up to, and they fuckheads. and I saw all the messages, and I was like, oh, Tomas, you're so <laughs> mean. It wasn't just me. I, w- I contributed. You guys are It was mean. my idea. I was like, <laughs> you just broke his heart. Yeah, you guys are the, I think the real clincher was that we both said it at like roughly the same time as though it was We both were like the only ones thing. blank too. So like any of us who like knew it didn't happen. So Billy there. didn't go to Gen Con and Seth and I thought it'd be funny if we convinced him that Tom Waits, somebody that Billy looks up to, uh, was at Gen Con and we met him. So we both said it at the same time in the group chat. And then Tomas photoshopped a picture. (laughs) (laughs) Very poorly photoshopped. (laughs) Of us hanging out with his character from I think... The dead don't die. Yeah, it, that at that point the jig was up, but that was long after the fact that you oh, guys yeah. were like, "Oh yeah, he was there, and he must be." I think he's doing voice work for a game or something that's coming up, and I was just like, "What?" <laughs> uh, good times had by all. 
except prank your friends. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they always like it. Always. Prank your friends and eat the rich. That's what I always say. And also we. Wherever we ate cladaws, I always say, man, those good. I always say, never pass up an opportunity to use the restroom. Mm-hmm. <laughs> here, here, privilege, <laughs> even. <laughs> so for tonight's around the campfire question will be, what does your character believe the meaning of life is, Tomar? Well, Workrag promotes duty, courage, craftsmanship. Um, it's the responsibility of dwarves to <laughs> choose something and diligently. Mika's over there drunk right now. <laughs> drunk That's something that can help with that duty. <laughs> Have you heard of our Lord and Savior bidet? <laughs> Today's wrong answer of the game. <laughs> <sighs> working diligently. Um, working hard. Uh and loving what you do is central to life. And love the one you're with. <laughs> Not necessarily, <laughs> but yeah, honor, all that shit. That's, a, that's an honorable uh, endeavor to no achieve. No one asked you. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I thought this was an open forum. <laughs> Move along. Closed rhetoric. Good day, sir. I said good day. Herstag, meaning of life. The meaning of life. Well, <clears throat> druids kind of believe that, um, believe in the whole kind of keeping the balance sort of thing. Um, I would say maybe not a, not to lead a selfish life. Um, take care of, of, uh, I guess... At the core of it, just kind of leave the world, you know, as good as you entered it, if not better. Try to do your best to not make a mess of it. Always recycle. Yeah. yeah. Reduce, reuse. Mm -hmm. All right. Pinwin. Meaning of life. Well, this is a heavy question, but um, I think meaning of life is to love with the time that you've got and to leave a legacy for, I don't know, for yourself. Make sure that you leave good stories and, yeah, live it fully. Uh, Something like that? (laughs) Gorble. You know, for a long time, I felt like doing what felt good was kind of the, the meaning of my life. So... Nowadays, I feel like my life is more about trying to help take care of of my companions and work towards a common goal and, you know, defeat evil and save the world. And that seems like a pretty important meaning of life. Very good. She doesn't know. I just said. <laughs> she doesn't know. Get well, the fuck out of here. You children. ruined mine. <laughs> I didn't say you anything. You did. I turned away. And had a laugh face on. Willem. Meaning of life. I don't think that there is a meaning to life. And that you should just find your own happiness. <laughs> also, fuck the gods. <laughs> yeah, fuck them hard. I was going to be like, Except Lewin. <laughs> All right. Do you so, want my knife? Sorry. <laughs> so you guys are standing in a massive chamber filled with 
abodes that seem to be built in clusters along the wall and ceiling. And there's a massive statue at the end depicting Herstag, the original king of the dwarves. And around its base, almost as if in worship, are all of these cracked, almost illuminated individuals. In the cracks, looks like magical energy kind of shining out. Their eyes glow like this crystalline blue color. And as you entered, or opened the door rather, they all snapped to look at you. Can we see anything else? Like, is the forge in this room? There is no forge in this room. And you don't, you, from the descriptions of it, you don't think this room would even be large enough to house the forge. <laughs> you just try and do like a cu- fucking carnival, like <laughs> coin push them all into the forge. Like, uh, yeah, like when you open the bathroom whoops. and somebody's taking a poop, you're like, oh, oh, sorry. No, sorry. that's what I was thinking. Like, we just politely back out. <laughs> and close yeah, the no, door. I, I, I had the idea of like the coin, like push when you drop a coin in and the little like whatever wall and you just like, we just push them all into the forge. <laughs> and there you go. <laughs> Feed it. Nothing has been said. It's a very pregnant pause. Thank God we found you guys. (laughs) Could we have, I think in my head, could we have discussed our game plan before just fucking making Uh, shit up? They're looking right at us. What do you want to do? All of them look at you, Gorble. Well, you've committed. (laughs) Let's see where this goes. She's good at this. What what the fuck were you going to do, Tomar? It's too late. Do your thing. The, I was they just are looking expectantly. <laughs> I rip open I my Herstag. shirt and cast mantle of majesty. <laughs> okay. Herstag, right can you turn into a so, dwarf again? We have this performer for some reason, but we also have Herstag. And you hear like them looking around. Your translator translates to you. So you were just speaking in common to them. And I pull our Herstag in front of me they do to notice, show him. They seem to notice the word herstag, though. Do I notice a resemblance between herstag and the statue? Give me a perception check. Oh, right now I'm I a can't s- just look. giant spider with a beard. <laughs> Change back. As she pulls me in front, I will switch back. God, I have the worst perception. That might be more convincing if he has the power to shapeshift. They might be like, this dude's fucking magic. Twelve. Twelve. Um, yeah, I mean, she, as far as you can tell, that uh, the statue's far away. There's not. I mean, it's as he's got a lot of beard going. There could be some similarities to the two. They're definitely dwarves, Boo. but it's hard to tell. Boo Does, that. Hey guys, do you see any similarities? <laughs> you can't between? see the giant diamond statue enough. <laughs> Boo. <laughs> I, I think to everybody else except for Willem because he can't. Hear this. Can I make a perception check on the statue to see if it matches? A, a similarity? Um, wait, so can we all make perception checks? Chips? Chips? <laughs> I love Chips, chips Mix. <laughs> chips <laughs> Mix. 28. 28. Um, there, weirdly, there are a, it seems like maybe if you squint, uh, if you squint a little bit or if you you know, maybe if he was cleaned up a little bit, maybe they would look similar. They could even, maybe he could be related to him somehow. So Pinwin did Mantle of Majesty. What does yep. that do? It creates beautiful. this a beautiful presence. So this shining <laughs> god of a halfling kind of steps forward and uh, 
this is a lot for them to take in. They all seem very confused. <laughs> their glowing eyes are very big and round right now because they're trying to figure out what is exactly happening. You don't need to fear. We are friends. <laughs> they look at you back and forth. Is this exclusive to Gorbel or? There's a radius. Yeah. So okay. anyone within a 30 foot radius of Gorbel will be able to understand. But if they're not in the radius, then. The tr- but the translation out will work. So you guys can tell those Why of you. Why can't they understand me? Be, they're because they're not within that 30 foot radius. None of them? No, they're, they're all the way on the other side of this. Yeah, we're in a huge ass room. We just got in. So since we so it just sounds well. like common. So Gorbel and I approach them, acting as emissaries. You're gonna do get you closer? both approach? Is that what you want to do we right plan now? This I look two hundred dwarves on the other side of that room. <laughs> <laughs> it's what Willem would do. I want to. <laughs> they already saw us. So do you get closer? You would know how it works but at this point. Willem is at least for some reason walking towards them. Yes, but I take her stag with me. And I will <laughs> so just go like to as well. Just stay back here. <laughs> I pick up her stag. <laughs> that would be an opposing strength roll. We don't necessarily need him. So with our <laughs> rolls, did we roll that was high for enough insight to know to that under- they didn't get it? Yeah, they all didn't understand. All okay. I'm saying is you are probably stacked with persuasion, right? Fuck yeah. I'm stacked with deception. Me too. Let's get in this shit. I have persuasion too. And I'm beautiful right now. Yeah. So you three. Specifically well, right now. Stacked, are you three going to step good. forward then? Yeah. I'm okay. Going. In I'll my head, literally... I'm going to think we should hang back, at least us, because they probably don't like us, given the mural outside. We should have at least a couple of us survive this if <laughs> They might the particularly, he said as he jumped off a cliff. <laughs> they might hate regular dwarves specifically, so Ooh. surface dwellers. So you guys approach. I'll repeat what I just said. We're friends. As you get within a thirty <laughs> foot radius. As I get within thirty feet, I say, "Excuse me." One, I, one of them kind of steps forward from the rest of them. I apologize. My translator wasn't working. Uh, is the translator working now? Yes, I can understand you perfectly. Do you understand me? I understand you. Fantastic. So, I see you've been worshipping Herstag. We are not worshipping Herstag. <laughs> oh, no? We revere him. We do not worship him. He is a dwarf. Much like us, he is the first dwarf. Do you know nothing of the dwarves? Why are you here? Interesting you should ask. We actually bring the descendant of Herstag back to his rightful home. And I motion to Tomar and Herstag. Herstag shaking his head. (laughs) We think. (laughs) No. no. Roll persuasion. Roll deception. Roll. I don't know. Disadvantage. Yeah. Yeah, You guys will have disadvantage at it. Pinwin. Because of Pinwin. But go ahead and roll persuasion. Wait. We have disadvantage? Yes. Because of that statement. Jesus Christ. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck. Well, he's shaking his head. (laughs) I think to Pinwin, what are you doing? He was shaking his head. So I was like, this is going to backfire anyway. So. Nothing to come in super confident. Why are you him? He's not part of this plan. I mean, I he's think a to them, I'm not a good actor. That's all I meant. We're doing the talking, <laughs> bud. Literally rolled a two and a three. <laughs> 21. 26. 
Um, so he kind of looks back and forth. You guys, you can see like he's a, he's a very he's got some scars, and everywhere there is a scar that's not a crack. You can also see that that light is kind of shining out of there. It's not like beaming. It's just like it's in like a there. glow worm. Yeah, in a sense. Uh, and he kind of regards both of you, and and then you, Pinwin, and looks back at them. Why do they not approach? It's been a long journey. They're very, We're all just very a little tired. tired. <laughs> I smile at Willem. <laughs> <clears throat> it's a long journey through. Why are you here? So, we ran into <laughs> your old friend, I think, to Tomar, and I think, give me a dwarf name. What kind? I don't give a <laughs> shit. Give me a dwarf name. Uh... Stormhide. Your old friend Stormhide, I think his name is? Storm. You remember him. You know, he's like, yay, hi. He has this fantastic little glow patch Don't right on his right on his on his skin and you know, beard. Uh, give both of you give me deception. <laughs> oh, natural 20, you son of a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> she screams into his face. <laughs> So well, that would be what? After? 37. Okay. 28. 28. Whether or not they like Stormhide, though, <laughs> I don't know. Why are don't you give so me ideas. <laughs> I'm just saying he was an outcast. I think they Dwarves might be more likely to agree with Stormhide, but they also might hate him. So, Stormhide. Which Stormhide did you meet? There are many Stormhides. Did you catch his first name? Devin. <laughs> <laughs> That's what he said he preferred to go by. So but it wasn't he said his, it was a nickname. But it wasn't his given name. He didn't nickname. he didn't want to share with us, but he calls himself Devin Stormhide. You know, now. he had been wandering around the outside for quite a while. I think he had he kind of gotten accustomed to it. St- Stormhide going outside. This doesn't it make sense. It was definitely an accident. So our goal was to help him find his way back. Is this where is Devon? This Devon Stormhide. So he unfortunately got a little hung up outside. It's very tough to navigate this place. Give me deception. You see, we were traveling and <laughs> there was a <laughs> cave in. <laughs> <laughs> there, there was this cave in and we unfortunately got split up. Mm, Which is why we're so glad to find you guys so you can go and help him out. We I heard mean, the rumbling. Is that what you did? Yes. I mean, we didn't do it. It just happened. It was so weird. <laughs> <laughs> Is this true? Yeah, and we were coming up. I believe we passed through the Hall of Lost Souls, as it's so quaintly named. And yeah, there was a cave-in at the intersection before we got here. Who caused this cave-in? Um, we're assuming whatever was above us. Do you guys know if there's any... Anybody else here with us? There are people, but they would not make the cave-in happen. I don't Anything know. Anything other than people? Somebody doesn't seem to want Devin to find his way home. Have you seen anybody else come through here other than us? We have smelled that there is a, mm. a dwarf that came in through here 11 days ago. Could have been that one. Smelled? <laughs> I'm going to think. Can you so still this, smell them? How you guys are doing really, Romar. really good with this story, but what if they just find our way out? But what if they could help us actually like get to the forge? That's what we're going to get to. 
We're gonna get to it. Bod spray. Okay. <laughs> Just smells like a what if they teenager. So need to see Devin, and there is no Devin. He He's on the other side of the cave, and we've got time. <laughs> what him? Yeah. So, I mean, you know, we're not from here, obviously. Obviously. I know. But <laughs> we're on this mission trying to help Devin out, trying to reunite him with his friends and family. And he said something about them working very close to the Soul Forge. Give me a deception check. Mm. Yeah, they're they're probably very keen to. You're making this fishier and fishier. Yeah, <laughs> we want to steer clear of our intent with the soul forge. Get? I got twenty one. What did he tell you about this stone forge? Why was he working near the the soul forge? He said his stone forge. <laughs> he said his family did. I don't know. He didn't go into a lot of detail. It's yeah. just one of the things that I picked up from our conversation. Should he have told us something about the Soul Forge? Mm, he should not have told outsiders about the Soul Forge. Uh, oh. Like I said, like I think all? he's been on the outside for a while. Do you we know? will go check on this. And he turns <clears throat> and he nods to a few of the um, dwarves gathered with him and they nod back and they there's a group of six of them and they start walking kind of towards the door, but then they go near the wall and they just move right through it. Oh, um, fuck. A duck. Actually, can I come clean? Can we come clean? Oh, fuck. Can we please? Jesus just, fucking Christ. Uh, what are you talking about? Um, so, I'm gonna just be honest here. I think we're I just a little scared. The There's some rumors that you all can be, I don't know, mean, but I, for one think that you need to meet people before you judge them. So, I don't know. We basically, we're just trying to... I don't know. (laughs) We're here for a lot of different reasons, but mostly to try to help our friends who are here with us. Who are dwarves. Give me persuasion. (laughs) Do you have advantage with the mantle of majesty? If, If she chooses somebody to charm, basically. He, sorry. Persuasion? Yeah. 21. So your cloak gives you a plus four to persuasion, so Mm. 25. Thanks for remembering (laughs) that. You should remember that in case I don't. Yeah. So 25. I always forget about that cloak. He he regards all of you and kind of squints his eyes and bring those dwarves over here. (laughs) And motion for them to come here. Um, I move forward. I guess. You guys both move forward? Yeah. This is Tomar, and this is Herstag. Herstag. This is you are the descendant of this Herstag, and he motions behind him at the statue. We think. Can't you see the resemblance? He squints. He doesn't know his mom and dad, so it's totally possible. Why are you saying (laughs) all of this? (laughs) What? How do you know if he is an ancestor? I elbow Pinwin. Please don't pay attention to our little friend here. He hit his head in the cave and he doesn't even know what he's saying at this point. We had to carry him up the stairs. Mm. He looks at you, Hersteg. He looks back at the statue. I suppose it could happen. You could be descended from him. What is your clan name? He was born without a clan. He looks kind of like 
really bothered by that, and they kind of look at each other. Yeah, we're I don't really bothered by it too. Like it either. What did, are you clanless as well? No, I'm not clanless. Oh, what do you, you think have to I am? Say it like Some that. fucking <laughs> dirty clanless motherfucker. <laughs> He's clanless for a purpose. He is touched with uh, divine power. Divine power. What kind of divine power do you have? <laughs> Define divine. Show him what you can do, Herstag. Not a, not any dwarf worth his salt is named Herstag. This is true. It is considered a bad, bad omen to name him after the first. Is it? Yes. Why is it a bad omen? Anyone who bears the name Herstag would be cursed. Cursed Only one. <laughs> Only one can hold this name. Hmm. Well, what happened to the first one? He, of course, died. How? Of you old age. Say. I mean, nobody dies of old age. He got age. turned into diamonds. <laughs> <laughs> um, he, when his time came, he descended to the Hall of Champions. So why is the name cursed? Because only the first of our kings can have that name. Oh, are you guys How do you responsible feel about for Chad? the Hall of Champions or the Hall of... The Hall of Champions is where all dwarves go when they die. What about Why do you bring this one to me who doesn't know anything of our people? We weren't sure how we would be received by your folk. We've heard tales that you weren't exactly receptive to the dwarves from the Beldarok. We are the Karagar. We are here. We retain. We protect this place. You're Karagar? We are Karagar. I would like to just add that I was raised by dwarves. Will you step out of this, Gorbel? It's done. Raised by dwarves? Yes. Yet you know nothing of our people. I know quite a fucking bit. Do you know what Karagar means? Yes. It means means down payment. (laughs) (laughs) Of course I know what it means. Roll deception. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. Uh, 22. He kind of eyes you, like, untrusting. I look at him very matter-of-factly. We're all aware of what Karagar means, but for our friend that hit In my hit head, her, I'm like, why are you guys even pretending that? <laughs> why? <laughs> you don't know. But, but for, why? He but wouldn't have to explain it yeah, can if you, we all Before know? our friend you here know that him hit his head, cooler. <laughs> why, don't you, why don't you explain it for our friend Pinwin here? The Karagar are we who are left behind. When the great calamity. (laughs) (laughs) Nothing. (laughs) I definitely will not start repeating what he's saying, like, at the same time. (laughs) (laughs) During the calamity, we Karagar were touched by the forge. That is why we look the way that we do, and that is why we remain. We remain in hopes of someday reigniting the wire correct. Oh, that's so such good oh, news, because that's what One. we came yes, here shush. for. Wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> Karagar doesn't mean the same thing to you as it does us. To me, we thought on first notice that you were Durgar, but if you were touched by the flames of the Calamity, then you might not be. Were you, we are not Durgar, and he spits on the ground. <clears throat> Were we, you there when it happened, or are you a descendant? We are descendants. None of us were there. So the affliction passed down to you? Yes, So we it must touched. have been magical. Yes. We do not. I cannot believe you would 
Imagine us as the Duragar. They are scum. We kill the Duragar. Us too. Okay. Yeah. I'm we not, don't like them. We're not fans. That I've is got a so relief. Totally genocide buds. <laughs> Can you explain the mural outside? The mural. We paint that because that is where we got our start. That is where our people began. All of you dwarves, these not Karagar dwarves, you come from before, but we come from after. Is that what happened to the Beldarak? Was there, was there a, an experience? Did the mountain expel flame and burn the city? He kind of he, he kind of squints at you. What are you? Are you human? Are you elf? I extend my hand. Little from column A, little from column B. I'm Willem Valtel. I'm friend of Herstag and Tomar here. I am a half elf. Half elf. Hmm. He seems to be, like, considering that very strongly. He looks at his hand he after means he shakes well. it. Mm, it is a half-elf that doomed the original dwarves, but created the dwarves you see here. Was that Veldalin? Veldalin, yes. He, he caused s- the calamity? He caused the calamity. Mm. Interesting. That son of a bitch, what did he do? Hmm. If we sit here and we talk in this place, it will grow long and then we will have to sleep. Come with us. We will we will feed you and we can talk more there. Okay. And he yeah. slaps his hands together, also called clapping, and, uh, and uh, several of the uh, Karagar come out and... Uh, they kind of like make room for you and you guys see a, a pathway into like a tunnel um, off in the distance and some of them start going down into it. I look at Tomar and her saying, I'm just like, after you guys. I am Balor Wormspine. I, well met, Balor. Balor. I raise my hand forward and I, cl- cra- uh, I grasp his forearm uh, and I say, I am Tomar Ironfist, descendant are, of the last king. And I are, come here. You are Ironfist. I am. And I come here to reignite the Soul Forge. Mm. That's why we're here, to help him. And I'm her stag, and I'll shake his hand just like Tomar did. Tree Hollow. Mm. Sorry about the name. (laughs) I was born... Don't know who my parents were. I I just found myself in the forest, but I'm here to do what he is. No one knows where Agriman Hammerhand came from either. Like... There's no record of his lineage, but I do know that Herstag wields great power. We we know where Hagerman Hammerhand's lineage is, but we will talk more over food. And he turns and he walks off. You like falafel? <laughs> <laughs> well, I follow him. We got this wicked garlic aioli. <laughs> what did he say his name was? Balor, Balor. Wormspine. I lean towards another another dwarf that's walking. Uh, yeah, Gorbel. <laughs> <laughs> not, not oh, five experience. Man. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the old bait and switch. <laughs> so can we just walk right through these walls, or no? He kind of looks up at you. No. How well, do we? How only, do we get? Only to the food? we can walk through the walls. Oh uh, well, the I can too. Do you just follow the path? It'll just link back up with you guys around the other side of the wall, or? 
Yes. He went down a path. He didn't go through the wall. Oh, I thought people were going through walls. Some of Other them, people Some did. of them did, but yeah. But they kind of, they you could see that they were going down that tunnel. Okay, Garble, you're embarrassing me in front of the car guard. You guys are not hearing this. <laughs> God, it's a private conversation between me and Hexel. <laughs> it's canon. That's his name, Hexel. Hexel. Can we walk together? Grimbender. He, we can walk together. Thank you. And you guys start walking together down the path. Holding hands. <laughs> All right, you guys continue down the path. I is assume. he going to talk mm-hmm. ab- like as he, we he, walk? Or? No, he kind of walks up ahead, and he's not saying much as you guys are walking. I can't help but feel like I use the mantle of majesty really <laughs> at the wrong time. I'm, I'm <laughs> but it to, made an entrance. I'm going to try to do something. Well, you looked. Can great. you tell me what you're going to try and do first? I'm just talking to Hexel. <laughs> so, do you guys ever like? Do you enjoy entertainment at all? Performances. We we have some performances, yes. Would you guys be interested while you ate to to maybe watch a performance? Maybe it, is it a good performance? Do you enjoy watching people combat? Not so much, no. Dance. Yes, I love the dancing. Do you like singing? Not so much. Okay, <laughs> instruments. Some instruments. What instruments do you have? Um, are you a fan of the lute? What is lute? What about the flart blaster? <laughs> Pinwin, where's your loot? This thing? <laughs> no? Eyes go wide. Uh, what? It, we can we can play the loot. You'll let me play the loot. I mean, maybe. We'll show you how it's done first. Okay. Right now? No, let's wait till we all see. Okay. I'll, <laughs> I'll take it away, but it's been so long. <laughs> All right, and so you guys continue down the the pathway. As you walk by this giant statue, you can tell you two specifically, of course I always say that, but you two specifically being, you know, people that would pay attention to that, dwarves, um, you can tell that this was done in many parts over a long time. You would know that it would take a very long time to cut this crystal. And so this has probably been like a heredity (laughs) job to sculpt this crystal. You know, they took a really long time doing that. I could have done that in like a couple days. Maybe that could help convince them of your power. But Or maybe they'd find that super insulting. But let's proceed. I don't know if they'd think that's insulting. I think they would be impressed. And then Willem's (laughs) just walking in silence because he can't hear what the conversation is. (laughs) (laughs) Just kind of like Take Slightly smiling and <laughs> nodding. You can see us on. all just kind of giving each other looks. And, <laughs> yeah. and, I, and I'm just sort of And then like, you all just bust out laughing at one point. <laughs> and I'm just kind of like. <laughs> <laughs> so you go through this tunnel, and it's long and dark, but eventually it finals out into another very similar chamber, uh, about twice again as big. And this one has those same exact um, kind of abodes, but they're much larger. None of them reach the ceiling, and they kind of go all the way along this this place. And you can see that there are pillars that are kind of fractured and stuff. And there's what looks to be the the remnants of an ancient city here that has fallen to the wayside. And as you get closer to some of the buildings, you can see that they too have the scorch marks in them. And I'm going to talk to Balor. I'm going to approach him. Uh, 
The remains of someone very dear to me were lost here. On the way to you in the Hall of Lost Souls, we found a sarcophagus for her. Do you know where her remains are? Mm, it is it is it is possible that I know these remains. I don't know if I can trust you yet. I will reveal this information if I feel that I can trust you. Is that amenable to you? For now, yes. <laughs> We're just going to a lie detector test. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and you guys continue along. Are you Tomar Ironfist? <laughs> Do you think hammers are cool? <laughs> oh, how the tables have turned. <laughs> I used a sword for a while. Um, Do you like karate? <laughs> <laughs> Did yeah. we just become best friends? <laughs> <laughs> so you guys uh, continue on, and there's this much larger constructed building, and it's much older, and looks to be one of the buildings that existed before these other clusters were in place. And everyone kind of files in and you guys enter. And this place is probably 200 feet long and about 100 feet wide. It's massive. But the roof is broken away. There's barely any of the roof left. And it stares up into the top of this huge area where you can see the vaulted ceiling of uh, this massive cavern. And when I say cavern, I don't want you to think of it as like a, a cave cavern. I want you to think it, it was all intentionally designed it was it was done by craftsmen, but as you enter, kind of like Roundfoot Town, sort of, yeah, sort of like that. Um, well, Roundfoot Town was like a city inside of a cavern. This is a city inside of a constructed cavern, <clears throat> less natural, much more intentional. Anyway, as you enter, you see that there are six super long tables, and you can see that many of these Dur- not Durgar, sorry, <laughs> Karagar are lining up and sitting down and there are many many plates all over this table filled with food um the food looks to be mostly like plant-based um there's a few like mushroom looking uh plates and uh there's in fact in the center of all of these tables is a very large mushroom and people are taking slices out of it sitting down and eating it please please have a seat here and we can talk more any he sits, and you uh, you see that one of the uh, Karagar cuts off a few slices of this giant mushroom and puts them on plates and hands them all to you guys. Thank you. This looks delicious. Thank you. Thanks. Thanks so much. Yeah, you do not need to thank. This is what we offer guests. We never have guests, so it's uh, if you see people acting strange and staring at you, it's because we do not see many people from outside ever. That's fair. I prefer eyes on me. Hmm? <laughs> <laughs> he just kind of stares at you like this. <laughs> I stare back with a nod and a smile. You are all friends. Are you mm, siblings? What do you? What is your association? I mean, I might be Tomar's brother. I don't know. I don't think he is. I mean, other than the how all dwarves are kin. No, um, not anymore. You're my brother. What do you mean by that? We are we are separate now. We are not the same as you. Mm. We were changed during the calamity. But were you not touched by the the soul forge? We were, and that is why we are different. We are destined to stay here and wait for the soul forge to be reactivated, to awaken. Not to sound completely out of touch. But why hasn't the Soul Forge been reignited? We have been waiting for someone with the bloodline of Agram and Hammerhand 
to arrive to awaken it. I see. Okay, okay, so if you want to know more about us, we can do... You ask <laughs> Secret us, or swill. You can, ask us, you can ask us a question, and then we shall ask you one in return. Does that seem favorable? He looks at all of you guys. I, that is favorable. I will ask the first questions. What purpose do you come here? Why do you believe that you can activate the Soul Forge, of which your little friend said? Um, I base it mostly on our pluck and our spirit. The woman that whose remnants <laughs> you found, uh, she was also an Iron Fist. And we heard stories growing up about the mountain and the story of Agrabin Hammerhand and how he pierced the heart of the Soul Forge and ignited it. We didn't know if we were the ones that could do it, but we knew that someone had to damn well try. On the surface, nobody really talks about Orkrag anymore, just small subsets of wayward clans. One thing I do know is that dwarves have been dying and their spirits have nowhere to go. Yes, we know this as well. I was bound to the ethereal plane for a year of my life, and while I was there I saw many wayward dwarves. There's no hall of champions for them to go to, so I have more drive than ever that I need to try to ignite it if I can. And you think you have the tools to reignite it? Well, well knowing very little about the actual Here's my question. Process. What do you know about the process of reigniting the Soulforge? I know that it takes a great sacrifice for the blood of Agraman Hammerhand. Someone descended from him must make that sacrifice to awaken the Soulforge again. I also know that Wirecrag, what little bit we hear from him, sleeps inside of the Soulforge now. He was without, but something happened and we do not know, but now he is trapped inside of there. A fragment of his soul still dwells inside of there. We do not know what will happen, but we wish that he be released to guide us. Do you have a question? I do. What are you? He says to Herstag. Uh, what am I? What are you? I am a dwarf. Mm, are you sure? You don't smell like a dwarf. You smell... You smell like something. You smell like... Shit. These, <laughs> these mushrooms. Oh, that's because I grew up in the forest. Have you ever seen a forest? No, I have not seen a forest. That might be why. Um, yeah, I mean, I've got, you know, plants in my my hair and stuff, and um, I just make a flower in my hand. He seems actually pretty amazed by that. And uh, oh, how do you do this? It's thing? just a natural thing that I can <laughs> another flower in the room. Uh, so yeah, I smell like flowers. I smell like grass. Um, he can conjure the winds. I can I can smell a bit of dwarf beyond these forests. Yeah, so you know it's there. It's yeah, it's just masked. I am a. Uh, and he looks at you, Tomar. I am a hill. He looks dwarf. back at her stag. Um, so not quite, just slightly different than than my friend here. Um, 
but we all come from the mountain. Um, and, and what of you? What are all of you? I know you are half-elf. Mm-hmm. <coughs> Hi, I'm Pinwin, and I am a halfling. I'm from Shadeholm. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of trees there. We, we live up in the trees and have a whole community there. Hmm. Yeah. And what about you? Half human. <laughs> half orc, we believe. Raised by dwarves. You say you are raised by dwarves, but the way you approach is not in the way that the dwarves approach. Did they not teach you well? Who raised you? Well, I mean, realistically, my my upbringing was pretty short. I had to do it a lot of I had to do a lot of it on my own, and I'm a performer, so that probably explains the the big presence. My father looked after her as a child. An iron fist. Yeah, uh, Gorm, and he didn't he didn't feel like he ought to force the customs of the dwarves upon her, since she didn't come from dwarves. He wanted her to live her life freely. He sniffs. Why do some of you smell similar? Because we all uh, we came from the same hometown. We grew up as children together. Not not in a mountain. Not in a hill. Nope. A town on the surface. Yes, a lot of dwarves on the surface have taken customs that the humans and half elves have because there's nothing. They don't know that anymore. There weren't any. There weren't a ton of books brought with after the calamity, so they don't know anything else. Hmm. I see. I have another question. I will answer your question, but eat the mushroom. All right. I take a bite of the mushroom. What does it taste like? Tastes pretty good. Shiitake. (laughs) It uh, it tastes uh, pretty good. It's gray, so you thought maybe you know looking at it probably wouldn't taste that great, but actually doesn't have a bad flavor to it. It's it's a little like dulled. But not like flavorless. And we see the other doors eating. Yeah, they're all eating. They're not like they're all staring at you, but they're not wasting any effort, and they're all eating from the same mushroom. Okay, and we all have at least a piece of this mushroom. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he does too, and while he's been he, eating it a little bit. So while they're doing that, I'm gonna very quietly cast identify. Okay. On the mushroom, just to see what we got going on here. Okay. And so I just kind of pick up a piece of it, and I'm holding it. Are we at a table? Yep. Okay. Big, long tables. Yep. <clears throat> just kind of hold it under the table, and I just put the lock. And, oh, you're using the... Bless you. Uh, um, <laughs> Identify. Oh, okay. Sorry. I don't know what I was thinking. Um, yeah, you can see that this is uh, this is called the uh, Enorp mushroom. It grows deep in... It won't work if it's not magical. I know. Okay. It grows deep in, uh, like, caverns underground, and it has a magical property where it restores completely health, no matter how much you eat of it. Mm. And it's very nutrient-rich. Okay. Jesus. Yeah. Sweet. All right. So, if you guys are eating it, you guys mm-hmm. are now 100% restored on health. I don't know if anybody no, needed that. But. I don't think so. It's good, no? Yeah, it's very good. So Fantastic. good. <laughs> You're just filling <laughs> yeah. your mouth. So, my question... What do you know about the great families that dwelled in the mountain before the Calamity? I know quite a bit. Was there something specific you wanted to know? Um, how were kings chosen? 
The kings were chosen based on their merit among the others. Sometimes, sometimes they were allowed to elect their successor. And if the successor was tried among everyone to be a fit, then he would be a fit and he would be made the new successor. Usually prowess in battle, sometimes prowess in knowledge. Whoever ended up being the most preeminent was given the next role. That is why we have so many established clans in the past. Many of the upper crust clans were descended from some of the kings. Do you have a question? I will let you ask another question. So these were, did they have to be descended from Agarman's direct line to have been one of these greater houses? No, they did not. Is there a way that we could determine if one of us has the blood of Agram and Hammerhand? I suppose you could go to the Soulforge and offer your blood to it and see what happens. I'm willing to try that. By offer your blood, do you mean like just a drop of blood? I... uh, Why would you offer just a drop to such a powerful thing? I think I think what our friend means is is this kind of an all or nothing situation. We do not know for sure. We just know that. Mm, so we wouldn't have to say drain our friend Tomar here. I don't. I do not know. I'm willing to do whatever it takes. Well, I we mean, let's no pump the brakes. No one's ever done it, so we do not know exactly what the. How much? We'll, we just know what needs to be done. We'll give it a shot, but we'll do a little at a time. Is there okay? any text to back up this ritual? There are many texts, yes. <laughs> the sacred texts. <laughs> now, uh, I have one question. You said that you know where the bloodline of Agarman runs. I do, yes. We all and do. it ex- exists still? I hope so. Well, we're... Who is it? Um, I don't think that is information I can trust you with yet. Oh. How further can we gain your trust? Mm. I suppose finish the meal. Maybe stay here for a night. I'll see how I feel tomorrow. We'll see how the rest feel. It is not just my decision. These are important secrets that we all hold. One cannot just reveal them. That is fair. fair. That's (laughs) everybody. That's fair. That's fair and understandable. But and we don't mean to press. However, that other dwarf that you smelled days ago, we believe, has less than savory intent for the Soul Forge and for possibly all of us. And it may behoove us to try and locate and stop whatever it is that he's doing. Is this the Devon you spoke of? It is not. This is somebody else that we aren't sure of his intents or motives at this point. And you follow him here? Is that why? I saw him in a dream. Hmm. A vision? Yes. He's my brother. If I'm being honest. Another Iron Fist. Mm -hmm. What is his first name? Roma. Hmm. Have you mentioned that Workrag 
Um, Are you saying this in your head or out loud? Um, I should probably say it in my head. Oh, you're talking to me? Yeah. Have you mentioned that to them that worker ag kind of chose you in a way? I feel like that's needlessly boasty for now. Like, he hasn't asked. Well, I don't know. I mean, it might be something to touch on. Like, he gave you that power. Maybe that could help earn their trust a little bit. If it helps, this wasn't the first time I've been to the mountain. As Mm -hmm. I said... The person very dear to me, her remains were here, and I was there when she died. But when that happened, when we were assaulted upon entering, and I, I don't, before I went in here, I I didn't know what to believe. I was, I was just looking for adventure, but whatever happened, I heard Worker Egg speak to me. I heard his voice. And he gave me power. Power I've since lost. But I did have it. And I fought in his name as a cleric of the forge. And I hope to get that power back. I hope to free Worker Egg and bring hope to your people again so I as I said before I'm willing to do whatever it takes His, he, everyone else will say what they will say they will try they might try and stop whatever happens it doesn't matter I am on board his he kind of visibly relaxes a little bit you can tell um, and he he almost like smiles a little bit. I, I I think I admire that. I don't mean offense, but I do not think you will achieve this. No one who has come here has achieved this, ever. I do not gamble, so I do not think that there's a good chance, but perhaps you could. It's never been done, and everyone who has attempted has failed. Well, they might not have been Iron Fists. And we're known for being quite stubborn. You say there's an iron fist here. Maybe he will be able to do it. Who knows? I'm not sure we want his life force powering the forge. Perhaps not. But it is much like you say. But perhaps he too will fail. All have failed. None have succeeded. That's fine. Is there any way you could, like, send out scouts over the night to check on him? They are already on their way. Okay. We will search for your friend, Devon, as well. Buddy. Okay. Yeah, that's... We do do need to be honest with you. Mm -hmm. That's when we were kind of scared and not really knowing what to do. Just like how you're talking to us right now, you're not sure of our intentions... We were afraid you were going to try to kill us. That's why my friends deceived you. Devin does not exist. We came here. He looks back and forth at Gorble and Willem and at Penwin. We came here. I tried to come clean. I couldn't. I couldn't. 
Our purpose here is to reignite the soul forge. I think to her stag, there are ways around that that are not throwing us under the bus, dude. I'm trying to explain. I'm getting better with my persuasion. I'm sure you can understand and being in the same mindset as we were, wanted to test the waters and see how you perceived us and reacted. So we may have fabricated some truths and some lies about what we were doing here, why we were here and who we were, but we're being upfront with you now and there is no Devon. And now that we both <laughs> understand that we're <laughs> that on made... the same page, uh, I think you. Can I think understand. we can go go forward with a putting yeah. yourself in our shoes as as outsiders. I just didn't want you to waste resources looking for Devin when there is no Devin. Uh, Gorbel and Willem, give me persuasion rolls. I'm gonna uh, try and help them. Okay. They might assume that your your people would stoop to that level, but dwarves are known for being honest. They don't. They're not dwarves, though. They don't know our ways, but they mean well, and they're good people. Okay, you can both roll at advantage. Thank God. Not any better. <laughs> Thirty-one. <laughs> Nine. Um. He kind of looks back and forth at you guys. He he went. <laughs> you he, are banished. <laughs> <laughs> he squints a little at you, Willem, but like you had a very, you you talked a lot more. So he he seems to accept this. That is a a good step in the right direction. Thank you for being honest. I do not blame you. For it is hard to know the intentions of others when you approach. But see, I knew you'd understand. I knew it. Well, this is the right. We we did it. We did it the right <laughs> way, guys. Proud of everybody. What are you doing right I'm now? Gonna think, <laughs> I'm going to think in my head, you're welcome. <laughs> well, I have some duties to attend to. Enjoy your, the rest of your dinner. We will put you up in one of our boards. And you can stay comfortably through the night. You will not be bothered. You will not be attacked. You have shared food with me. And you are under our protection. Thank you, Balor. Thank you so much. Blessings of the Forge upon you. And blessings on all of you. And also with you. Where are you going to go? I have my duties. Okay. Go on. Do you have anything else to ask? That's not right now. Going to say. No. Okay. <laughs> Before you go Talking on your duties, <laughs> do you like performances? It depends on the performance. Do you like music, dancing? Hmm. Some. Because we we have a fun performance. They could tell the story of the wolves of Moonreach. Yeah, I would t- taking mm. up the fighting that whole thing. You may entertain the others if they wish, but I must go. I will I will come to you in the morning and I we can talk some more. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Have a good rest of your meal. He kinda pushes himself up and he walks off and you can see one of the dwarves kinda comes up and talks to him for a second and then goes and sits back down and then he walks through the wall and leaves. Love you. <laughs> <laughs> so you guys are all sitting at this big table. Shrooming it up. Shrooming it, it up. Yeah. 
Okay. <clears throat> so what I would like to do with the rest of the night before I rest would be to uh, talk with some of the other dwarves, maybe mm-hmm. corroborate what I have learned throughout my life of the history of the mountain, mm-hmm. to see if I can fill in gaps or if anything was incorrect, and then maybe try and find out more about how they are the way they are and what sort of conditions afflict them or anything. Okay. What does everybody else want to do? Um, well, we can do our performance. You guys want to do your performance? I'm going to find Hexel. Okay. You can see Hexel in there a few tables over. And I'm going to ask him, did he want to see that performance? He kind of looks around at some of the others. Um, yes, we we can uh, we can view the, view the performance. Do you need a space or just a small one? A s- small space, and then he raises his voice. All right, everybody, move uh, all the tables. Move the tables. We need a space for performance. We're going to have performance. And they're like, yeah, performance, performance. <laughs> and <laughs> they start <laughs> they start moving the tables in the center. And kind of aligning them so you guys are in like a 20, 20 foot square in the center of the room, surrounded completely by tables. Uh, do you need anything else? I think we're good to go. Okay. And do you guys prefer a performance with the wolf or without? And they all look at the wolf. And I nod and smile. With the wolf. With the wolf. With the wolf. (laughs) With the wolf. (laughs) So, I quick pull Pinwin and Shadow in. Mm -hmm. And I can just think this with my mind, I guess. Mm -hmm. Uh, Maybe that's over by now. In the last hour? Yeah, it'd probably be over by now. Okay, so I just talked to him. So we're going to have to tailor this a bit to their preferences. Yes, for sure. Mm-hmm. So maybe light on the combat, maybe okay. a bit more dancing. So All maybe right. we can kind of do something a little bit more interpretive. I like it. Sounds good. So are we going for like a soft and sultry song? So I'm going to break <laughs> out my sham. Ooh. And I think rather than, than us fighting... Maybe we do a bit of like a dueling instruments kind of deal. I love it. This With sounds some fantastic. Dance. Yes. And Shadow can sing. Yes. Perfect. And <laughs> dance, because I know you love to dance. Yeah, both. Yes. Singing and dancing. It'll be, this sounds amazing. All right. You kick off the tunes, Pinwin. Okay. So, Pinwin, what, what are you going to do to kick off the tunes? I'm going to. Are you? And by the way, are you? What are you guys doing while this is happening? Watching, chatting with doors. Okay. Herstag. So, do you have druidcraft right now? Trying to. You think could if do some I could fun add anything. Stuff. Oh, that'd be fun. And you guys see that uh, Zyko is like very excitedly scooting, <laughs> <laughs> like on the on the chair, like staring at you guys. You guys are doing good. Thanks, Thanks Zyko. Zyko. <laughs> mm. You could totally druidcraft a bunch of flowers up in there. I wonder what they think of animals. Folks, this is a brand new performance just for you. It's never been done! Yay! (laughs) (laughs) No! (laughs) Everything's new to them. (laughs) Can I think about an animal that they might not be afraid of, that they might like? They seem to like the wolf. 
We like the wolf. Well, that's going to be confusing. Oh, wait. I can't, I can't summon specific animals. <laughs> Fuck. You can uh, roll those dice and see what happens. Otherwise... I don't know if that's worth the I have pressed, like, min- minor illusion and precedentation. Mind if I join in? No, go ahead. Do you magical effects? Play an instrument? No, but they. But I could do like some some magic stuff that maybe because that that one guy seemed pretty impressed by the the flowers. All right, just we will flower it up. Hang out over here a little bit. Yeah, I'm not a performer. (laughs) I'll just kind of like walk in a ring around the perimeter. I like it. Okay, should we start? And what are you going to be doing, Herstang? So I'm going to use druid craft. Okay. And I'm going to I'm mm-hmm. gonna be summoning flowers, tossing them out to the crowd, <laughs> and I'm going to be creating with my other hand like little puffs of leaves as I'm walking, just like just like poof, okay, poof. yeah, okay, very cool. And my eyes are gonna be glowing green, I'm gonna be <laughs> looking all powerful. All right, and I'm gonna be smiling. <laughs> all right. Okay, so I'll start it off with some minor illusion, be a little bit extra, have some fireworks, and then I'll start running out on top of Shadow, and we'll, like, run in a circle, and then... Oh, fuck. Could we have said... (laughs) I did say I wanted flowers. Could we have said that I got some flowers from you? Like, you just made some with Dewycraft? I'm throwing them all over the place. Oh, well, I'm going to scoop up some with my hand and throw some flowers out at the crowd. And then, and then jump off shadow. And then start to bust out my loot and start to play a nice, sweet melody. Okay, give me a performance. I can't tell if that's a six or nine. So that would be 23. Okay, so yeah, you do exactly what you set out to do. You um, you come storming in there, throwing the flowers. Herstag is shooting leaves and throwing flowers as well. So it's like this big, huge, and then the fireworks are up above. And uh, yeah, you slide in and you start playing on your loot. What are you doing, Gorbel? Right now I'm just dancing. Okay, gotcha. So you're just dancing, giving performance. Twenty-five. Twenty-five. I should say, both of you guys, while he's throwing these flowers and stuff like that, anything you guys do, you will get advantage on. So I'm cool. sorry, you 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 both succeeded, um, but yeah, just so you know, you'll get advantage on all of these performance checks. Okay. Um, so twenty-five. So you're doing a you're fucking killing it out there, Gorbel. You're just dancing around while Pinwin's playing his loot, and you're just you know miming out. What are you, what exactly are you doing, like? Physically, as far as the dance, are you trying to like tell a story? Or? Yes. Okay. What kind of story are you trying to? Well, the story tell? of my life. The story of your life. All right. So <laughs> you're just your life. <laughs> <laughs> so you're dancing around. Is anybody saying anything while this is happening, or is it just all musical and and physical? It's musical. Okay. Do we want Shadow singing right now? <laughs> I would say we hold off until the typical time when he usually comes okay. in. Okay. So, you're you guys are playing. You're dancing. Um, what happens next? Well, I hit a point in my dancing where there's a lull in it. Okay. Things are getting very somber. 
okay. in the music. And Penguin starts playing a more somber uh, tone. Uh, what are you doing, Herstag, while that's happening? You can tell the tempo has changed a little bit. In the... Um... Hmm. I will... What else can I do with that damn thing? <laughs> it's like the everything druid spell. Make some um, raindrops or something. What specific parts Ooh, of your life are you telling? That'd be kind of cool. Watch the performance. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I'll just start kind of walking around the perimeter, just kind of... It's not real rain, mm-hmm. but I'm just kind of like bringing, bringing kind of an illusory rain down uh, just walking around dragging my hands down in front of me give me a performance sadly. check at uh, <laughs> advantage it's my childhood God. Moonreach has just been destroyed oh man yeah, it's, was it raining it's 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 it was if you guys will recall that's when I break out the sham one sec hey there you go Ooh. but you have advantage 15. Nice. Okay, so it's not bad. It's very it, it's obvious that it's an illusion, but they are very captivated by this illusion <laughs> and it is definitely enhanced by the music getting more somber and the dancing getting like slower and more of a lull. Now you take out your shawm. Mhm. And what kind of a melody you're playing? Still somber and and slow? Mhm. All right, give me a performance. An advantage. Oh, that's still going to be good. <laughs> Mm-hmm. 33. All right, so the shawm comes in and is playing this beautiful, beautiful resonant melody that carries all throughout. Willem and Tomar, you guys are like, this is a, like, it's probably not been, it's been a long time if you have at all heard uh, Gorbel play her shawm, and she is fucking killing it right now. And you can see her stag illusory rain and and it, the melody is blending perfectly with uh Pinwin's loot at the Are moment. Are we dueling it or duetting it? Right now you're taking a, a break and I'm doing a okay. bit and then we're going to So this is the lay- sadder okay. part. Yeah. <laughs> so then mm-hmm. I'll dance while she's playing. Okay, and how are you going to dance during this part? However it matches her. Did you say yours is sad? Yeah, mine's pretty somber, but it's going to start on this crescendo here in a, in so, a minute. So I'll dance, but Shadow will dance too next to me, and we're both just like dramatic. And then... <laughs> All right, give me performance, and I'll roll for Shadow. Is this one of the rooms that Maria was able to travel to since she saw the cracked ones? It You haven't seen her yet. 29. 29. That's a damn oh, good I dance. <laughs> yeah, 29. That's a damn good dance. <laughs> um <laughs> And so you guys are very, like, visually, it is very stunning to these people. It's, they're just all, like, completely quiet, watching. Mouths hanging open. We are so So I can tell that they like it. (laughs) Yes. Okay. They're captivated. All right. Now what happens? You start building to a crescendo? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. I motion for Pinwin to join in with the instruments. Okay. I'll nod and take it out. All right. And you start playing a, a little bit more intense. Start building. What part is this of your life? This is when I start making it. <laughs> <laughs> starting to get okay, so it's starting to weave <laughs> into killing a, a more <laughs> tra- uh, dramatically like I'm triumphant, rise, baby. A triumphant sound is being you know kind of uh, relayed here. Okay, um, what's the next part? Well, the next part is when Shadow comes in, okay. and 
that kind of shows when I was at the height of my performing. Where he starts singing along to the melody. That was the melody you thought? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know what melody's going on right now. (laughs) All right. Then what happens? Well, things are getting tense again. Okay, but not building up. S- not sad tense. Energetic tense? Yes. All right, Herstag, what are you doing during this part? Okay, so they're building up the music there. Um, you can tell that it's changing from a somber note to a more upbeat. How tall are the ceilings in here? Pretty tall. Real tall. Probably 60 feet. Well, there's no real ceiling here, so it goes all the way up to that like huge uh, ceiling up at the top. So, yeah, so there's no real ceiling here. It goes up to the ceiling. <laughs> and, uh, what? Not in this room that you're in. And the ground is made of stone. Correct. Yes. I'm gonna cast wall of stone. Okay. And it's gonna create like a stage beneath us. Whoa. Okay. In the in the in a square. So right, is it gonna lift you up? Tables, is that- and it's gonna start rising as we're. On the like a stage. Uh, everybody, give me performance at advantage. <laughs> While they're doing that, I'm going to assume what part uh, of Gorbel's life this is, <laughs> and try to assist with them. Okay. And uh, hope that it's <laughs> when we were in uh, Raven. Ravenmore. Mm-hmm. I keep wanting to say Ravenloft. <laughs> Ravenmore. Uh, no. Never mind. <laughs> I mean, uh, I can't control what you're doing. Right give, give, me, give me insight. How about that? 17. 17. So tell him what part of the, your life this is so that he can infer. This is the part when I fell in with Lila. Oh, gotcha. Oh, I thought that was going to be the sad part. I thought we were already at. After oh, that. no. Okay. She doesn't associate sadness with Lila. Um, this is okay. Like well, then anger. this is better because this is what I was gonna do during the silent part, but felt bad. <laughs> Question: but, Are you actually saying words during this? No, or mm-hmm. it's just music no. to it's repro- complete okay. interpretive and dancing and just music. <laughs> it was a thirty-one, by the way, and twenty-eight. Okay, and for you, Herstag, what was your? Role? Uh, mine was ten. Okay, with, well, with advantage. With advantage. Well, you lift, you start lifting the stage up, and maybe it's a little bit slower than you intended, a little bit, slightly more awkward, but still pretty impressive. And Willem? And uh, do I, do I remember what was Lila also a half orc or an orc? Yeah, or she was a half orc. Yep. Okay, that's what I thought. So I'm gonna cast Silent Image. Okay. And conjure what I imagine Lila to have looked like, and just be kind of like this. Uh, dancing mm-hmm. uh, muse. Okay. For Gorble. Okay. And uh, give me a performance and we'll see how, how this turns out. And you can do that. Actually, you'll do that at normal because you're coming in out of the blue here. Okay. So what am I rolling? Performance. Oh, still performance? Yeah, sorry. Just do not, that normal. Just not at advantage. I That's what I meant to say. Sorry. <laughs> 19. 19. So, Gorbel, you are surprised. Actually, all of you guys are surprised when you see this illusory um, image appear. And it looks like a half-orc woman who looks kind of um, intimidating but still beautiful. And kind of standing there dancing. And how did you kind of imagine the image moves? Just almost like kind of in slow motion but dancing very 
uh, kind of angelically and okay. spinning and just kind of almost like ballerina ish. Ballerina, mm-hmm. yeah. And uh, I don't want to say taunting, but mm-hmm. maybe just like you know, alluring Gorbel. So you see, of. you see this image appear right in front of you, Gorbel. Now what? Well, of course, I'm dancing mm-hmm. with it. Okay. And I do a dance that kind of uh, conveys me like running away. You do the running man? <laughs> <laughs> not so, not such a literal. Like really aggressive running man. <laughs> like arm over brow escape kind of thing. I'm just imagining the interpretive dance at the end of the last season of It's Always Sunny with Mac. <laughs> oh, where he rips his shirt open? Yeah. <laughs> While like Sigur Rose is playing. <laughs> As the music continues to intensify, like, um, I'm going to cast Prestidigitation and make it, or maybe Minor Illusion, maybe marry them both together and just have, like, little light sparks come out of us, our, like, fingers as we're playing the instrument. Okay, all right. Uh, all of you guys give me performance as well again. And we'll do this for Play your next... Or... Yeah, we'll do this for your next few things. Okay. Because I feel like we're building to the big finale here. 30. Nice. Jesus. 28. 15. Pretty good for you. Me too. Sorry. Oh, yeah. No, sorry. With advantage Yeah, you now? can have advantage now. Oh, sweet. Uh, 22. 22. All right. So, um, go ahead. Oh, sorry. You start. It makes it look like lights or like flames are coming off of you guys' fingers as you move. And uh, and the music's getting really intense. Mm-hmm. It's coming to a breaking point. And you guys have now reached the apex of the uh, of the spell that her stag has cast. Now you guys are very high up in the air. And then I kind of motion at at Willem to make the the illusion disappear. He extinguishes the illusion. And I start playing a softer melody. Okay. Something a little bit calmer. Mm-hmm. This doesn't go on very long. Okay. <laughs> but then I want it to build into something triumphant. Okay, so it starts building into something triumphant. And what do you do at this point, Penwin? I'll cast Prestidigitation or Minor Illusion, whichever one it is, and have... Some multiple fireworks just going off behind us. Okay. <laughs> and Herstag, what are you doing at the moment? Um, I'm going to, as I'm still concentrating on the stone wall, I'm mm-hmm. going to shift into a dire wolf. Okay. But kind of slowly, if I can. Okay. And uh, my eyes are still going to be glowing green <laughs> as the wolf with a beard and I'm just going to start kind of slowly circling the group and there's going to be leaves kind of trailing behind me. Okay. And during one of the little rests Mm -hmm. while I'm playing, I whisper to Willem, this is when we all meet up again. So what are you going to do, Willem? Um, well, right after we met up, uh, we had that battle <coughs> where we helped out Smoochie. No battles. This is like... Oh, y- oh Ravenmore era. Yeah, this oh, okay. is way back when. So when you guys met up at Ravenmore. 
Oh, gotcha, yeah. gotcha, gotcha. Mm-hmm. Okay, perfect. I'm, I'm going to conjure up an image. Uh, so it's going to be scaled down because I can only do 15-foot cube. Mm-hmm. But uh, I'm going to summon up an image of that uh, skeletal dragon okay. that we fought in Ravenmore. Gotcha. And have it start off as just like kind of a ball of energy or a ball of light behind them. Mm-hmm. And it will slowly... Uh, culminate in like a dragon lifting up its head and spreading its wings out behind them. Okay. And it's going to be emanating light. Okay, cool. And I'm going to start growling as I see it rising. And Tomar, are you still just hanging out with the dwarves? Well, and talking to them. Okay. I didn't know if you wanted to contribute at all. I have nothing that I can contribute. <laughs> uh, Zyko is going to look up at you, um, uh, Gorble, and he's going to heft his... Actually, I'm imagining you booing. <laughs> Actually, I'm going to take out Steel Song. Okay. And I'm going to have its light cast a glow on everything around it. Okay, We're give me like- give me performance on that as well. <laughs> you can have it in, at an advantage. Oh, you could even fly up there with us. Not that. <laughs> Not that. Oh, it was one both times. One both times. I don't know. Okay, so. Damn, you got to <laughs> so, quit doing it. <laughs> I so, mean, it, it glows on its own. It though. glows on its own, and it's fine. And we'll say that a little bit of the light kind of like goes right in your eyes, Penwin. <laughs> like, like, but not enough to mess up your performance, right. but you're just kind of like. <laughs> uh, Zyko lifts his uh, spear or his halberd up to you, Gorble. He tosses it up for you to catch it. Not this big dragon's back there. And, he's just, and he like mimes to you. <laughs> like he'll stab it. I understand. <laughs> and I do just that. Okay. And you stab at the dragon image. And what is the final thing that happens in this performance for everyone? Can we I... do a backflip off the stage? You can attempt to do a backflip off the stage. What are you going to do? I lock eyes with Tomar. Okay. And I know what he means. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> you don't have to worry about us. Yeah, I make a gesture at Gorble. <laughs> and I look at everyone. And I cast Mass Polymorph. Okay. And oh, turn fun. everybody into luminescent wolves. Cool. Like everybody on the stage? Yeah. Okay. All right. So you cast Mass Polymorph, turn everybody into luminescent wolves. What is what are you? Well, I guess that kind of takes care of everything you guys were gonna do because yep. we howl in unison. Yep. Howl in mm-hmm. unison. Okay, unison. so unison. I'm sorry. <laughs> and the performance ends, and it's just dead silence for a moment. They all shit. They all <laughs> I, I drop it. my concentration on mass polymorph, and everybody mm-hmm. morphs back. And I backflip off the stage. Do you lower the stage? I slowly (laughs) lower the stage. But I backflip before you do. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, give me acrobatics. And Pinwin breaks his neck. (laughs) (laughs) But it's pretty high. Not fantastic though. (laughs) Thirteen. Thirteen. So it's all right. You're you you were taken (laughs) off guard by being transformed all of a sudden, but then you're like, ah, you do a (laughs) backflip, and it's all right. So there's just silence, and then everybody. Thumbs up to her stag and Willem and Tomar. And with that performance, you guys have uh, 
definitely made a very strong impression on these people. Hmm. Sweet. I hope that's They'll good. remember that. I can't believe that was the first time we've ever done that. I know. I'm going to go to high five, Gorble. Miss. <laughs> Break each other's noses. It there you go. I feel like some you need to do it right in front of the microphone. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Both I like that you went around the microphone both times. <laughs> um, Fantastic work, Gorble. So now you guys are getting past these little tiny cups. They seem to be made out of rock, and they've got a really dark liquid inside it, and they're like pushing it into you guys' faces, all of you. Like, hey, all right. Drink, drink, drink. Hexel, what is this? He's the drink, drink it. I'm gonna fuck so I'm gonna, it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna drop my f- shape and I'm gonna slam it back. Mm-hmm. Run, right. Springer! Woo! <laughs> uh, you guys are immediately overwhelmed by the strength of this uh, this drink. It's not enough to get you drunk, but you st- you guys are immediately like within thirty seconds. You guys are, like buzz, but kind of high too. You kind of feel like your body's buzzing and your thoughts are starting to. Kind of wander. A Get all high. <laughs> uh, did I learn anything interesting? So yeah, you did learn a little bit of interesting stuff. <laughs> Consult the tome. Uh, you learn that they consider it their job, the uh, the Katagar, to protect this area, but also to remember the mistakes of their fathers, as they put it, and preserve the memory of the people. Um, most of them haven't heard. Wirecrag in centuries and most of them believe that the forge cannot be reignited they know that kind of like what he indicated many have tried and all have failed Um, there used to be people like hundreds of years ago that would try every once in a while to ignite the forge but eventually people stopped coming because people kept dying there are beasts inside of this place that um, basically tear people to shreds and um, it's been a very, very quiet time. They haven't had any um, visitors into this area except for Romar in a long time. <clears throat> um, <clears throat> they also seem to fear these beasts that are here. Um, any that are kind of within the area, they're, um, they seem to talk about as if they're terrified of ever encountering any of them. And most have never, ever even encountered them at all, but the lore behind them uh they they describe different things of like these towering creatures that can rip things to shreds these creatures that can blow fire um and just all manner of just like monstrosities that exist um as far as like difference in the stories that you know and the stories that they tell you are that they there's they ha- they don't come out right and say it but there seems to be a very strong indication that the those that were kind of shunned by the dwarves weren't shunned mm, fairly as if there's some other reason that uh they were excommunicated <clears throat> Not what you originally thought, but they don't like. They I don't said, elaborate on it. They don't elaborate. It's just it's what you're inferring from their conversation is that they think that almost as if it was some sort of valiant and worthwhile endeavor. Cool. They also mention um, the uh, they mention Veldolin a couple of times to you when you kind of pry as to what kind of went down, 
they mentioned that Vildalin was responsible, which you you know you you learned just recently, but they very strongly indicate that it was his visit that changed everything, and you learn that Vildalin. Um, they don't mention Graf at all, but they do mention that at one point Vildalin came to Wirecarag, and after that everything went bad. Hmm. So yeah, now you guys are drinking and eating and hanging out. What would you guys like to do with the rest of your night? Well, that's the first time I ever performed anything. It was great. That was awesome. You're you guys, a natural. You guys did real good. It was real good. Thanks, Psycho. Thanks, Psycho. Thanks, bud. I toss him his halberd back. Catches it. <laughs> Winks nice and <catch>. nods. <laughs> I salute Gorble with a drink and a nod. It was so weird doing it without less or with less fighting. I lean over to Tomar. So what was that business between you and Gorbel at the end there? What do you mean? You guys just had kind of like a little moment there. And just kind of, we just were on the same page with how she should end that. Right on. Wolves are cool, man. And we're wolves. Werewolves. <laughs> oh no! I, I hold my knuckles out for a responsive nooks. He knucks his back. I find Hexel and very confidently say, "So, what'd you think?" Uh, I thought it was uh, good. <laughs> so did I, actually. <laughs> Real good. Thank you. And he, he nods like he, he he's like not sure if he should elaborate like really really good so did you want to try playing that loot uh, and he looks over at Pinwin maybe later maybe maybe I maybe I watch a little more and then I learn to play on my own perhaps I mean he's a pretty good teacher no it's okay that seems there a lot of fire coming out of there. I don't know if I, how I feel about that. <laughs> I mean, that doesn't typically happen. Mm. It was impressive. Well, thank you. Been impressive, all, all of you. Are you, are you all traveling performers? Is that what you do? You could say that. Some of us. Very, what? very Wait, impressive. Wait, are we all there? I mean, you guys are all kind of gathered around there. Oh. Well, shoot. I could totally teach you. No, no, that's okay. That's okay. No, yeah, the fire was a whole I, other thing that I do. Then when I think he's a little shy. Oh, okay. <laughs> but yeah, if otherwise, I mean, I'll play it a while tonight. I have some songs I need to write, so... Can I watch? Absolutely. Yes. <laughs> like, does a little, like, like triumphant fist pump. Yes. I mean, he's, he's good. He's, he's very impressive. I've never seen dwarf, dwarf performers before. This is... I like it very much. Maybe I will perform. Yeah. You should. You should. Maybe it's I the will. best. And he kind of looks off at his face, <laughs> nodding, smiling. Maybe I will. You know, Hexel, <laughs> I've been doing this for a long time. And performers can really just recognize it in other performers. And I think you've got it. What? Really? I do. What do you think I got? I know you've got some talent in there. <laughs> you've got that it factor, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Eat factor. I like. I like this eat factor. Factor. Um, Do you guys sing? Uh, we only sing when sad occasions. We sing to commemorate. We souls. really only whistle while we <laughs> work. <laughs> uh, yes. What do you guys do when you drink? 
Uh, what do you do to celebrate or to relax? He starts taking his pants off. <laughs> we, don't do, we don't do much much cel- celebration. We, in, it's a very... Uh, it's a bummer here. Yeah, it's, it's a summer affair. We, we, we have our duties. We don't take much time to celebrate. There's not much to celebrate, but we do uh, spend time... Uh, if, I guess you could consider our funeral rites when we send souls off and, and we craft the, the statues that that is a kind of celebration in itself we are sending them off right. well we've shown you what we do when we get together and eat and spend time together why don't you introduce us to some of the things you guys do okay I can do that and he, he like grabs several of you guys' hands and like let's go <laughs> <laughs> Who, who's coming with all of us well yeah. I don't know about you guys, I am. Yeah. Okay. What else are we going to do? I'm going to try great. and find Balor. Okay. So you leave, you head out. Yep. So uh, Hexel <laughs> takes you guys out um, and into like the main area outside of this building. You can see a lot of dwarves walking around. Um, and he takes you over to this little hut. He's like, this is my workshop. I'll show you what I do. And he pushes the door open, and you guys can see that there is a um, a partially... Uh, chiseled statue inside of the uh, inside of his shed there Um, and he kind of he like puts his hand out and like looks back at you guys pretty cool huh that is super cool it's amazing Mm. yeah look at the detail yes I am I am the one in charge of all of the all of the statues my father did it his father did it and I do the rest you know you could use those in your performances too yeah, I, I could. To, How have long a does for the like arts. Take you? It it takes me as long as it takes me. I get these visions of a face, and then I start carving. Uh, as soon as I get it, and then once it's done, usually that's when we find the body. Oh. Oh, the bodies. Oh. Mm. Wow. Yes, pretty cool, huh? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, super yeah, cool. Pretty cool. Yeah. Well, so hey, hey, that s- face doesn't look recognizable on the statue, does it? So, uh, it's only a p- very partially done. You can't even see a face on it yet. Okay. So uh, do you remember all the statues that you carve? Yes, yeah. There would have been one a little while back, uh, a dwarf woman. Uh, maybe not. No, I've, I've done a few in my life. Have you received any visions of a... Of a dwarf that looks more like me or Tomar that has passed in uh, the last few years. Uh, uh, not not a Karagar, you mean? Yeah. Ah, uh, yes. Uh, there's uh, there's one that I did uh, uh, not not too long ago. I'm 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 trying to remember exactly when it was, but uh, yeah, the, maybe a few years ago. Do do you get? Do you have like a vision or part of your premonitions? Do you get like their name? No, I do not get the name, I just get the face. So I, I describe what I saw mm-hmm. uh, in the Hall of uh, Lost Souls to mm-hmm. him as Maria mm-hmm. and ask him if he remembers that one and yeah. where they found her remains. Yes, yes, uh, that, that, well, the minute I finished it, we found her remains um, in, the, in the Hall of Chaos. In the Hall of Chaos. And what did you do with her remains? Uh, we... We ate them. Brought, <laughs> we brought them here for funeral rites, but they were it was stolen. Stolen. Yes. 
By whom? Uh, we do not know. Somebody came in and Does stole it. Has that happened before? It has never happened, ever. It was sad because now I have an empty uh, sarcophagus out there, and it's... Oh. What do I do with it? No. Do I oh, destroy the statue? Empty. Hexel, maybe it's just because we've we've been talking so long, and maybe it's the drinks. I don't know. But we know that dwarf. You know the dwarf? Yeah. I, we knew her in life. Yes. I kind of put my hand on his shoulder and shake not shake him but you know like thank you <laughs> <laughs> shake the shit out of him what are you doing until his eyes pop out no um, I, thank you um, and I kind of look at the other guys and I'm like I'm gonna go find Tomar real quick okay and I think if it's not common for bodies to be snatched down here it is not it is very uncommon I kind of feel like that might have something to do with our mission, which is leading me to believe more and more that we are supposed to be here hmm. and we are going to play a key role in reigniting the Soul Forge. That is a uh, very, very interesting perspective that you have. Um, that is, uh, is uh, do you also receive visions? On occasion. I had a really fucked up dream recently. <laughs> About what? Oh my god. Have you ever been outside of of this place? No. This is going to sound ridiculous. So, I had kind of like a father figure. Um, he taught me how to, how to do a lot of my performances. Um, really cool guy. Uh, but... Him and and my wizard chicken. A wizard chicken. What are, what are these things? It's a small animal with birds with wings. Flies. It's a bird. He just like shrugs <laughs> but smiles. They they live on the outside. Oh, okay, okay. Anyway, her name's Jennifer. Okay, it's a she beautiful be- name. Thank you. I came up with it when I was a child. Oh. Has been with you a long time, this. Yes. And she's fantastic. She became a wizard. She's so bright and so accomplished. She's recently been captured. She's being held. (laughs) It's it's terrible. Twist. (laughs) I had a falling out with Lufric, this father figure, and it's it's been weighing on me terribly for years now. It's. I, Why don't I you want, talk to him and say, hey, I would I'm love sorry. to, but things keep getting in the way, and now it's like we have to save the world. It's, it's, sometimes it's a lot. Sometimes these things, they take precedence over the other things. I know, and I really think that sometimes I just need to make things right, because you never know when your last day is going to be, you know? Well, I think I'll know. But I, th- I think for most people, they don't know. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so anyway, the vision. Um, so back in, in the capital... In the capital city, that's where my vision kind of took place. And I was running away from something, running down this street, and I go through this weird doorway, and I find Lufric and Jennifer dead. Isn't that so messed up? That is super, super messed up. Is that what you meant by visions? If, if, if you don't normally dream like that, then yes, probably that might be a vision. Is that something that you guys do a lot? Uh, well, not most of us. I do. It is... What do they mean? I, I 
I don't know, I can only speculate, but if you are close to these people, maybe they were just regular dreams and you are just terrified of losing them because you have regrets because you didn't get a chance to say these things. But it could also be visions. It could oh. Visions tend to be, from my understanding, perhaps things that have happened or things that could happen or perhaps a combination. It can get really weird with these kind of vision things. Oh my god. The weirdest part, though... All of us were together that night, and we all had our own separate mm-hmm. vision. Oh, that's, that's a fucking too. vision. That's a one hundred percent vision. That's, that's, that's weird. That's that's too weird to be dreams. I think we should heed these. Like, I think, I think so something's too. going on. I, I hope you are heeding them very well. I just I don't know what to do because now we're here and we have we have shit to do down here. It's like, did I you have a vision to come here? Not me personally, no. Who? But we're kind of a team. Who had the vision to come here? It was. Our friend Tomar. Mm-hmm. Well, the the Iron Fist. Yes. Hmm. Okay. I mean, it seems like we are on some grand, grand mission right now. And I don't even know where, like, I don't even know what I should prioritize. Everything seems like a huge deal. Well, it seems like you're you're handling it well. You, you know, I am a mess inside, Hexel. <laughs> <laughs> I've been holding it together for these motherfuckers, but... <laughs> Like, I feel like I can just talk to you, and I feel like you understand that it's really hard sometimes. It is hard sometimes. Can you teach me maybe how to just, like, like do some stonework for a minute? <laughs> yes, I can. It's Thank very you. relaxing. I, th- I think it would be. And he starts to, like, chisel a little bit, but he lets you, like, look over his shoulder, both of you guys. Are you there too, Herstag? Yeah. Okay. This and he's, is nice. he's like talking a little bit while he's chiseling. Willem, you exit and you immediately see Tomar walking across looking around for Valor. Tomar. What? <laughs> so annoyed. <laughs> so we were talking with Hexel and evidently he's the one that has these visions of dwarves that have passed. And he's the one that chiseled all those sarcophagi down in the chamber of lost souls, hall of lost souls. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And we asked him about Maria, and he said that they found her remains in the hall of chaos, and that they were stolen. They were stolen. How did you know that? Maria told me they were stolen. Okay, but if they were stolen from here, and Romar has been here, then it's probable that he took them for some reason. But Why would he do that? I don't know. Uh, he was trying to stop a demon baby ritual one time. He does all these rituals with things. Who knows? But we will stop him. But I have to find Balor. I don't think I can wait until tomorrow. And I need... Maybe you can help me. Okay. You might understand more than anybody... Anybody else. They might try and stop me. But I need to do this. And if they're around... They might make it more difficult. Are you saying that you know... What has to be done? I have a feeling. But... While they're doing their thing, maybe we can do this thing. But I might not I might not be 
savvy enough to persuade him on my own. So I don't know, man. I know you got to do what you got to do, but I feel, I don't know. I feel wrong. Like just letting you do this. Well, if it comes to it, I mean, if it's what you want, I'll help you. Cause you're my friend, but I feel bad not telling the others. Well, if you absolutely have to, you can go do that. But I'm going to find him, and I'm going to do it. Do we have to do it right now? Yeah, that's kind of the reason why I brought it up to you. <laughs> Let's go. All right. I try and find one of the the dwarves that seemed keen on the music and had a good time with the performance. Yeah, and they very quickly divulge uh, Balor's uh, location. Um, they tell you his is one of the one of the uh, abodes that are kind of up on the hill. Um, I mean, they all look the same to you, but they said if you you know if you head up this way, due east, and uh, it's right on your right hand side. It's like the third column in. <laughs> so you guys head that way, <clears throat> and uh, you you see you see his hut as you as you approach. Um, you can see that all of these have little little doors in them um, that are made out of wood. And uh, they all seem to be tightly shuttered, um, almost allowing like nothing in their circular doors, like no, no light enters. But as you approach Balor's, you see that his door is open a little bit. I knock on it. It kind of swings open. I enter. And as you enter, you see a body lying on the floor. No, oh, no. Uh. You see the cut throat. Of no. Balor Wormspine. No, no. Oh, you're in a Laying bad place. on the ground. No, 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 Blood no, no. pooling underneath him. Oh, man. And that's where we're going to end for oh, the night. Lame. Fuck, Lame. Someone is fucking us over. Oh, Boo. shit. Dude, he was cool. I liked Balor. I wrote his name in my nose. Is he dead, <laughs> dead? Because I was spared the dying. I guess we'll uh, find out Fuck. next week. <laughs> Damn it. If he is like <laughs> But by then he'll be dead. <laughs> God. Five experience. <laughs> He's bleeding out. He's bleeding out. Mm. This sucks. It does <sighs> suck. But well, he shit. was like, no, we have to wait until tomorrow. That's yeah, what you get for waiting, you prick. <laughs> Dumb asshole. We even were like, hey, Romer is here. You probably shouldn't wait. <laughs> Mm-mm. <laughs> Whatever. Whatever, man. This this will be a thing for tomorrow. Immediately goes home and slits his own throat. <laughs> like, this will fuck him up. I do not want to talk to them tomorrow. Can't wait to see their face. Oh, wait. <laughs> man, I wish Smoochie would have killed him. Who? Romar. Yeah, me too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I wish I would have well, disintegrated him. I don't know. Stopping me. Idiots. <laughs> Why is he so bad? He's just a dick. He's he doesn't have to be a bad stupid. guy. <laughs> he could be a not bad guy. He's kind of giving me a, a Mycroft uh, mm. vibe. Like, seems like he's coming from a malevolent angle, mm-hmm. but he's mm-hmm. actually just doing some really high up save the world shit. Just kind of seems nefarious. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. I mean, he might. That's our job. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's our job to just murder hobo everything. <laughs> Everyone take 2,500 experience points. Wee, 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 wee.
Additionally, all of you take an additional 200 experience points for the performance. Yay! That was really, really good. I don't know about Gorble and I's my our performance. Like at the beginning, yeah, um, yeah. You guys can have fifty each. Um, that was uh, that was good. It was a good quick thinking. Um, it definitely like got smoothed over. And uh, Pinwin and Herstag and Tomar for telling the truth. Did you tell the truth, Tomar, or did you just kind of? I way told the truth. Um, yeah, you guys can also truth. have fifty experience because oh. you. Revealed the truth. <laughs> They're all like, these two, they lie. <laughs> Don't listen to a word they say. Half humans, am Don't I trust right? Them all <laughs> uh, well, I made Don't trust basically the a best friend. Yeah, mm-hmm. for um, befriending Hexel, you can have an additional 50 experience points. And I drew a picture of us together <laughs> as worms. Yeah. Oh, that's <laughs> cute. That's cute. I thought so. <laughs> You can have 10 experience for drawing the picture. Mm-hmm. What else do you guys need experience for? Uh, even though Tomar wasn't part of the performance, he was watching and he suggested. He he contributed that, a little bit. I already gave you guys some. I, I counted him in that. Oh, okay. <clears throat> I know. He he did the, the least amount of effort, but, you know, he was there. He got some good he information, the, though. Oh, yes. Yeah. So we'll couple that with that. Yeah. fleshing out the lore. Yeah, I felt like we have endeared ourselves to these people and I'm learning a new skill. Yeah. Um also yeah, you you four for kind of stumbling onto um who Hexel is, you guys can have an additional 25 experience apiece. That was a sweet reveal. Mm-hmm. By the way, it was like, "Oh, yeah. oh, thank you." <laughs> Offering information about us in exchange for information about them. Yeah, that's no, that's good. good. That was a good little uh, back and forth. You can have 50 experience for that. For a second, I thought you were just telling him no. <laughs> no. <laughs> well, I think that means it's time for tonight's MVPC. <laughs> All right. So you guys know the numbers. <laughs> what? One, two, three, four, five. Okay. And, um... Yeah, so this means the most valuable player character for you listeners, and they're going to vote and see who's you know the person that they believe deserves that 500 experience points extra. So I'll give you a moment to decide, and then I'll count to three, and you'll hold up the finger of the person you believe deserves to win. The number of fingers of the person. Mm-hmm. Hold up their fingers. Yeah, hold up <laughs> their fingers. Bring me the tongue. Everybody ready? Mm-hmm. One, two, three, vote. All right, we've got three votes for Gorble, four votes for Gorble, and one vote for Herstag. Why'd you vote for Herstag, Gorble? I voted for Herstag because he actually did some talking, and he's not a super charismatic dude, but in the beginning, during our introduction with those dwarves, he, he did a really good job. He was honest and forthright and and pretty good at communicating with them. So I was proud. Uh, and that I think that was his first performance. It was. And yeah. he killed it. <laughs> yeah. Good job, Herstag. Thank um, you. Penwin, why'd you vote for Gorble? Because that performance was dope and her friendship with Hexel was really endearing and sweet. All right. Herstag, why'd you vote for Gorble? I loved <clears throat> that scene that she had with Hexel. It was really cool. She was, like, telling the whole story. You could tell that she was, like, put in Mika's performance of it. Mm. She was putting emotion into it and stuff that was really 
nice how it worked up to her kind of having a little bit of a meltdown. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Tomar? Same. <laughs> cool. I mean, they yeah, already said, awesome. said the reasons. I don't know what you want from me, you fucking bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. And Willem. I'll take it. Um, I voted for Gorbel because I always like interact. I like Willem and Gorbel interacting and whenever we team up to do <laughs> like deception. <laughs> yeah. Like just deception. Something team. always happened. Like, yes. <laughs> and it's always my favorite. Um, and then on top of that she uh, her and Pinwin did the performance she's kind of spearheaded that and uh we played off each other again in the performance and then yeah all of her interactions with hexel were really cool very nice very nice well you know what that means folks that means gorbel is tonight's mvpc take your 500 experience points and um Stick him up a yeah, stick him up a yeah, stick him up a yeah, stick it up yeah. Yeah. That's how it ends. One biscuit, man. He never re- resolves that last one. Yeah. yeah. I guess it's my choice. You stick it, you <laughs> stick it up your yeah. He clearly says your yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, that's it for tonight's episode, folks. Um, once again, <laughs> got the, the hecklers out here. Uh, but thanks for listening, folks. Make sure you check out our social media, our Twitter, our Instagram, our Facebook, and our YouTube. We have a Patreon. Please, please donate to that if you find your heart uh, filled to the brim with uh, with our names. Or your money bags. <laughs> yeah. Pony up. <laughs> Pony it up. Um But uh, thanks to Chad Piper for the intro song, Adrian Von Ziegler for our beautiful background music. Thanks to all of you listeners. Thank you so very, very much for uh, uh, allowing us to fill your ear holes weekly. And that's it for me. I am your host and DM, Seth, and you're listening to the D20 Syndicate podcast, where we go on adventures so you don't have to. Farewell. Bye. He's on it. Vitamin D, did you get Nice, nice adding M in there. I'm really good. <laughs> um, I would like a bidet. Would you? Who wouldn't? Yeah. I would. You can get them that just hook up to the tank of your toilet. Aren't they yeah, way but they're expensive? expensive as no. Shit. No. <laughs> no, I must reaffirm. Wait, what is it like a Costco bidet? Yeah, yeah, no, I'm not talking about like just someone that you like slap uh, onto your have porcelain. Have you ever been to a Costco? No, they're I fantastic. Have. So shut your fucking face. Ooh. <laughs> and you have been to a Costco, so you should know better. Eh.
I wasn't impressed. Ah. If you are a Sam's Club person, you need to leave the table. <laughs> of course I'm a Sam's Club person because ah. we only have Sam's Club around here. We don't have a Costco. We don't have a fucking Costco. I There's know. Only a Costco it's why I don't want to live here when anymore. When I lived in Minneapolis. <laughs> they also don't have Hy-Vee. They have Cub Foods. Oh, I love Cub Foods. I love Cub, Cub Foods. Cub Foods is dope. I Isn't would much Costco rather have the equivalent of Walmart. Is that not? The no, it's like Sam's no, Club. It's like better. Sam's Club, but like better. Yeah, I mean, way better. Supposedly, I hate Sam's Club, but I like maybe Costco. I probably Costco. just wasn't able to appreciate Costco as much because I was younger when I lived in Minneapolis, and so it didn't you have, have, to have money if you're going to Costco. It didn't Billy. have how much is a good bidet? <laughs> Make with the details. I don't know, but I've been thinking about buying one, so I'll keep you updated on my internet search. You sounded okay. so. Definitive in that they weren't ch- that they weren't expensive. Less than a hundred dollars. Didn't even know. Less than a hundred dollars. Yes, I think. <laughs> you fuck. Okay. <laughs> I told you I will keep you. I will keep you updated. Please on my do, research. but until then, don't make bold claims like they're totally you know, affordable. This guy Otherwise, is I would the one have who one. gets really pissed off when I'm looking up bidet prices and getting some <laughs> quotes. I think Billy's doing it right now. <laughs> So again, it kind of depends on like if you're going like a full on toilet model that has the bidet built in, you or if you're doing like that. aftermarket. Why don't you which want that? I'm not. Where are you going to put that in your current Yeah, I'm not a huge fan of the aftermarket just like slapping on. A, Why though? Like a gadget. Those are more likely that to feels, break. Yeah, and it just feels cheap, and it feels way more like as seen on TV, and like something that your grandma would get and like not know how to use or install properly. So don't give it to your grandma. Install it yourself and don't let her do it. No, I mean, what I'm saying is they seem like very cheap products that are prone to breaking. I don't think they are. And not worth it. Because there's way too many of them. And they all look like as seen on TV things. I'm sorry. (laughs) I am. I mean, I get one. (laughs) <laughs> they just, yeah, she's a very heated, heated debate they, there, uh, uh, on A very heated bidet A bidet debate Bidet debate I'm sick of these goddamn bidet debates You're treating them like they are some Extreme technological Advancement They're pretty simple They just shoot water up your asshole I guess you don't really need A lot of advance like technology to shoot water into your rectum. I feel like <laughs> something that sprays something could easily get faulty, though. Mm-hmm. <laughs> to that's, the better. That's... Yeah, but imagine <laughs> repairing your little one compared Whoa, to repairing God. the whole bidet toilet. Whoa. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> oh. <laughs> screams from the back. <laughs> 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 Oh, fuck! Oh, that burns. It's <laughs> <laughs> just constant woohooing from the back every time you go. <laughs> just, just hitting the fucking O ring. She's got the pulse on the old the O spot. Uh, we'll we'll come back to, to the bidet episode podcast and then <laughs> let you know where we stand on bidets. If you have a bidet, I'm jealous. But let us know. <laughs> Recommendations wanted. Yes, please. Yes, please. What's Ooh. jealous about a bidet Ooh. today? What's your favorite form of water that shoots up into your sphincter? <laughs> Straws. Super soft. <laughs> Garden hose. <laughs> Ooh. But reusable straws. <laughs> Water balloon. <laughs> I just go for the river, guys. <laughs> sea urchin. Water slide? 
You'll never be cleaner. You need the chlorine. You really do. Big, call me old fashioned. Big brown streak going down. <laughs> it, is, it is the poor man's bidet. It really is. Just gotta bleach that over. Uh, we play D and D sometimes, yes. and talk about bidets. Yeah, bidet and day. Yeah. Oh. Bidet, and bidet and night. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that was the epicenter of my giggle zone. <laughs> Remember, this is fun. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> We're going to have fun. Move. <laughs> We're going to have fun whether you guys want to or not. Yeah.